today I want to talk about the blame game and I want to talk about our food decisions and what we eat and give you some encouragement today so I'm gonna take you back to Genesis after Adam and Eve ate of the fruit off the tree of knowledge of good and evil they recognized that they were naked and covered themselves up so in verses um, in Genesis 3 verses 8 through 13 I'm gonna go ahead and read that and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden and the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him where art thou and he said I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself and he said who told thee that thou was naked hast thou eaten of the tree where I commanded thee that thou should not eat and the man said the woman whom thou gavest to be with me she gave me of the tree and I did eat and the Lord God said unto the woman what is this that thou hast done and the woman said the serpent beguiled me and I did eat isn't that the story of our lives right there God goes and tells us hey you can do this and you can do this and you can do this but I'm just asking you not to do this one thing it's like the red button right we just want to push that red button and see what it does so what is blame blame according to the dictionary is assigning responsibility for a fault or a wrong another word for blame is to condemn or to criticize and usually when there is blame there comes shame when you blame someone else you're attempting to avoid the shame that you might feel for taking responsibility for an action like when I used to binge on food I used the excuse so many times that it was my husband's fault because he brought the food in the house or he wanted something so I got it and while it may be true that facing food addiction is hard when you have the very foods that you're trying to avoid in your home there's still a choice you have there's a series of decisions that lead up to that choice to eat did you write it on your grocery list did you put it in your budget did you set the intention when going to the grocery store not to buy that certain thing a boundary do you have a boundary in place one of mine is um, to avoid the middle aisles and to keep to the outside aisles because that's where the fresh food is did you walk down that food aisle that you really didn't need to did you pick the food up off the shelf and put it into the basket did you put it on the checkout belt did you pay for it did you put it in your car did you take it to the house did you put it somewhere that you knew that you would see it and then did you grab it did you open it did you cook it did you eat it all of these tiny yet significant decisions can be changed at any point in the journey to your mouth and yet I still blame Jeff my husband for it and one time he said to me it's not my fault what you put in your mouth I was so offended I got so angry I thought he was being inconsiderate and mean saying that to me but you know in hindsight now I'm over it and while it may he may have been able to put that in nicer words still it was still right there will always be someone or something else that we can blame when we want to avoid the truth truth of something we did and when we don't take responsibility 
Like for Adam, it was Eve. For Eve, the snake. And for snake, well, for the snake, he blamed God for everything pretty much, right? And then when we accept our actions, we start to feel guilt. You know, when the finger is pointed back to ourselves, and then we have to deal with the emotions, the guilt, the shame, the frustration that we have, you know, the, the circumstances that we have to face that led us to the decision. And that's even harder when what drove us to eat a half gallon of ice cream was pain, pain of confronting someone, pain of a hard decision, pain of procrastination and putting something off, the pain of trauma, a hurt or another decision that we made that made us feel crappy about ourselves. And then the shame comes and the self-condemnation and beating ourselves up and feeling unworthy and feeling like we deserve the punishment of whatever bad happens next. My binge wasn't a sin, but it was something I didn't like about me. Or maybe I felt like it was my sin because I felt convicted in my heart, a sin of gluttony or greed. And then while in this state of shame, unable to forgive oneself, we need to repent too. Do you see where all this leads? That's for, that's for another talk, a talk about self-love and compassion and acceptance of forgiveness and God's unconditional love for us. But can you see how or why we tend to blame? Taking responsibility for our actions can lead down a rabbit hole of thoughts and feelings. But this is the good news and the other side of it. With taking responsibility comes power because you have the ability to change it. That's why God says, 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline, or a sound mind, which means self-controlled. I sit there and I think of, when I, when I read that and, and think of power, and responsibility, I think of Spider-Man and the and Spider-Man, his uncle says to him, with great power comes great responsibility. Responsibility and power go hand in hand when you own your decisions. And when you recognize the power that the most high has given you and you embrace it and you make decisions and embrace the outcomes of those decisions as learning experiences, then we're pretty much limitless. Because whatever happens, there's always something to learn from it. Adam and Eve had consequences to their choices. And life got hard. But life didn't end for them. They went on to work the land, love each other deeply, bear and raise children, and pretty much created the human race. They still accomplished so much. Eve gets to say that she was the first mother and the mother of humanity as God gave her the responsibility to keep on the human race. Wow, that is powerful. Adam and Eve are usually blamed, usually by us looking for someone to blame, for the fall of human humanity, for the fall of the human race and introduction of sin in our life. And very few look at the beautiful outcome of that as well, because there's always something positive to see in every situation. And from their sin and the consequences of it, they learned a lot. They were also the first marriage, pretty much. They didn't have marriage counselors back then. They pretty much had to figure it out by themselves. 
They were just like us, struggling with all sorts of challenges and desires and hopes and dreams and mountains to move. Maybe the consequences of our choices are difficult to face, but nothing is impossible with God. He's gonna use it for good and you're gonna learn from it and you'll look back and you'll see the beauty in it, the beauty from the ashes. So with this year, embrace your choices, own your successes and your mistakes and choose to make each day count. You've had the power all along, kind of like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. She had the power all along to go home and click those heels together. You know, it's time to let go of blame and shame and be who God created you to be. A powerful, amazing, breathtaking spiritual being. Spiritual being living in this physical shell that we call a body and nourishing it to last as long as possible until he calls us home. <laughs>